Shake your hand later. All right. Well, you already <laughs> did shake it earlier, so okay, that's, that's good. That's true. So, Mr. Peter Casaletto, <laughs> um, otherwise known as Profe, yes. is this right? <laughs> yes. Are these details by my students? <laughs> yeah, that is true. Many Very names. cool. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Josh and yes. Gabe, you yeah. guys had Mr. Peter or. Peter, I should say, <laughs> profe, <laughs> right, as a teacher. So why don't you yeah. guys, why don't you guys, you know, introduce him a little bit? Oh, and... where to begin? <laughs> Spanish? So, yeah. yeah, yeah, Spanish. You gotta say it in Spanish, though. <laughs> no. Yeah, you have to Yeah, um, so, I guess since I'm, I was his student first, I'll go first. Uh... My first memories of Profe were second year, or no, third year, because first year I didn't do Spanish, which is a choice I regret, because I heard your AP Spanish course was awesome. But, uh, so I think third year was right around when I wanted to get into some sort of sport, because this was right around when I, I kind of woke up to the fact that I was... <laughs> Very out of shape physically, mm. and versus part of, now, versus now, where I'm still out of shape, but I, at least I look better. Uh, no, but I, uh, and so I was looking around for sports because I wanted something that would get me in shape. And um, I just kind of heard people talking about, like, oh, yeah, uh, Profe coaches cross country. And I'm like, cross country, what's that? And like, I didn't really put two and two Skis? together what it was. <laughs> well, yeah, like, cause like, like I heard of, right. <laughs> so this is the level of like oblivion, like obliviousness I had as a kid. I was like, I didn't know some things that were like probably basic. supposed to be basic. Yeah. Yeah. I was just kind of like, like wide eyed. Yeah. I was kind of wide eyed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so anyway, so I was like, oh, cross country. Like, what's that? It's like, oh, you just do a lot of running. It's like, oh, okay, cool. And so I go to profile. I'm like, Hey. I think I might like to try cross country, right? And um, what was your reaction? <laughs> that is a good question. I'm I'm always willing to get a yeah, new you guy. Yeah, you were very enthusiastic. I mean, I see cross country as a chance to disciple people, so it's like, all right, give this guy a chance. Yeah. I mean, you had your homeschool reputation too. Yeah? <laughs> oh yeah. And uh, yeah, so yeah, we could yeah. bring you out of your shell. Yeah, yeah, I was still in my shell, I think for sure. <laughs> um, I'd never really been on a team sport, or really sport in general, but like. The camaraderie of cross country and afterwards in track, uh, was, it was great. Um, getting to run practices and races with people, you build up that like mutual feeling of like, oh, we're all in this together, you know? And like cross country, I think is cool because I didn't have a lot of faith in my coordination, um, physically, at least in high school. And so, like, all the ball sports, like basketball and stuff, where, like, you don't catch this and pass it right, then you screw the whole team up. But in cross-country, it's just, like, just run as hard as you can, and that's all you really have to do, you mm -hmm. know? It was straightforward, so. I want to set a little bit of context, because I feel like, like, you guys are very familiar, you know, with one another, but maybe for people who, like, don't know, you've been teaching for 30 years, mm -hmm. right? Mm. A little, over, a little over. Has it always been at ECA or? Uh, besides my student teaching, which was not, but okay. yes. Wow. So, wow. Yeah. At one place. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. I feel like that's kind of unique. a long time. Yeah. Wow. It's, pretty, it's pretty incredible. Like most people don't stay at the same place for 30 years. No. Yeah. No, they don't. They gave you a nice uh, bonus, right? <laughs> He's like, we're not supposed to talk about that. <laughs> cut that, cut that footage out. Uh, you, yeah, you're gonna be editing Shame's that out. Yeah. No, um, <laughs> you know when the Lord calls you someplace, and then the interesting thing about the way ECA works, it's a one-year contract times oh, thirty. Wow. So every year, it's, it's a like new thing. so you have time to pray about it and to consider. Like they hand you a contract and like, well, I don't want to sign it, or vice versa for them. Like, we don't want you back. We're not giving oh, you a contract, so they don't have to fire yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. that's just the way that they do it. And for it's, it just seems like 
God still has like, I, even though I'm old, I can still be effective. And so I, I, I feel like I should sign it. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Until he says something else. Yeah. Well, you're right. probably old. Right. But compared to when I started at 22 and I sure. still looked like I was one of the, one of the students. I yeah. was <laughs> on day on day one. Yeah. People are like, oh, you're the new kid. Yeah. 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 Mm. Nope. No. Nope. Nope. Sit down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You were yeah. like the Abignail, uh catch me if you can yeah. thing, where yeah. he pretends to be a teacher. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. So did you always know that you wanted to be a teacher? Like what inspired you? Yeah, it would definitely be my own teachers. I went to a small Christian school and they, they really had an impact. They discipled me and I didn't necessarily want to be a teacher. I wanted to have the impact that they had on me with teaching, coaching, and I also worked with them. So similar, like the relational discipleship approach to teaching. And I can remember also sitting in Spanish uh, Spanish one, and I did not have a particular connection with that that teacher, but I remember sitting in there going, "I could teach this." <laughs> and then I went to Spanish two and failed. Oh, in Spanish wow, two yeah. had to retake uh, Spanish two with the same wow. teacher after I'd failed. Wow. After another year of Spanish one, and I was like, "All right, I have worked so hard. I got I got to keep this up." So yeah, I, I don't know that I always wanted to be a teacher, but then since I've been a teacher, see that you know that's something that. God's given me an totally. ability to have inroads with people's hearts. So I, I, I want to pursue it. Interesting. Interesting. So the, the students that you, that come into ECA, like, you know, Gabe, you know, you came from a homeschooled background and yeah. stuff. And I imagine you guys get. That we do get a variety. Well. Yeah. A variety. Yeah. There's different stereotypes. And Gabe, at the time, I can remember little Gabe. At, little oh Gabe. I probably shouldn't tell stories, but I mean, and Gabe was in a class with boys that were savage. Really? Mean. Mean. Really? Mean boys. They were mean, and they were yeah. mean to him. What was that? They I, You could you weren't in my class, but I could hear them. They were yelling something in the hall. That there was some kind of chant they made in the hall, but it was making fun of you somehow. Oh, I can't even remember. Do you know what this was? Gabe's like that was a I was going to say, <laughs> you're unlocking something? Yeah, I know. You're, you're I don't even remember what it was, memory. but I was like, these guys... Uh, I liked to think fondly it, of high school. Okay, for sure. <laughs> all right. Anyway. No, no, no. But like, they were mean to Gabe. They were mean. Wow. Like, literally... Like, all out mean. Literally, like, I think there were a few cool people there. Um, but Steve. Yeah, Steve was cool um, for guys, sure. The girls were wonderful. Sorry, yeah. guys, girls, if you're yeah. watching. The girls this. were great, honestly. Like, I sat at their the table like twice over the course of the whole year. <laughs> no, I was afraid no, of girls. no, the opposite. Really? The opposite. You know, maybe Gabe is a looker now, but yeah. back then he was just a li- he was, I was little, doughy little, little, doughy. Yeah, he's like, he's like, yeah. I want some cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, little. so you girls sit here all the time? And, <laughs> I, not yeah, very naive, very yeah. naive, oh, yeah. and quirky. Yeah. Um, but you guys watch anime. <laughs> but anyway, as a teacher, you learned like different stories. Like everyone, especially if you're in the kingdom, mm. everyone has something to offer. So like, yeah, there's mm. quirks, but those make you interesting totally yeah. totally that's what makes you unique, and i was you know? very interesting <laughs> I, yeah so so really all the bullying i did to you as a kid that really was just a favor really yeah. <laughs> you were prep. just getting me ready the prep you you. no there was oh yeah. man this is supposed to be about profane okay. <laughs> what the heck backtrack backtrack uh, but no but like i but, but yeah like i mean i grew so much from cross country and the character pushing i actually i remember still vividly my first practice with you guys yeah what do you remember about it well I, here's what i remember <laughs> okay yeah. i remember the end yeah. it was all a blur up to that point no sure. but like so before then i was kind of like somewhat training i was like oh man today i'll run a mile oh that was hard <laughs> then i was like oh, okay today i'll run a mile and a half oh man this is crazy you know <laughs> but then <laughs> and so then uh yeah. so then i'm finally like start this okay okay i don't know how good i'll be maybe i'll be in varsity we'll see yeah. and then i run and i'm like i do my first practice like okay guys we're gonna run what'd you say run three miles or five miles it was it was a lot and i was like wait what this is <laughs> this is practice and then i remember i finished like the the improvised mini run that uh-huh. profe realized I needed like one mile into the run. Like you kind of, I feel like you assessed where I was at mm-hmm. and you were like, okay, this is where Gabe's at. I'm going to say, Hey, Gabe at the three mile mark or whatever, you can stop and you're just gonna, you know, head back to the, to where we all like met up. I'm like, okay. And then I, we like literally we get to the three mile mark. And I think you were like, hold on, keep going. Let's, let's get to the top of this hill. Oh, okay. And mm-hmm. that was the moment where I was like, 
I hate you. <laughs> so in mind, I'm like, I hate this man. <laughs> and uh, yeah. But you found the will to do it. Yeah, I did. I did. And I got to the top and I, I, I was like, ugh, I felt so like completely exhausted. Was that junior year or senior year? Junior, junior year. Junior year. Okay. But then, but then I was like, I, I, after that, I realized like, man, like I pushed myself harder than I've pushed myself before. And the feeling of putting your all into something, even if you're not like amazing at it, there's something very rewarding about going all the way. Cause you, you get this feeling of like investment. Like you're really like it. I don't know. Like there, there's a commitment. There's something about committing to something and seeing it through for a period where yeah. it builds character. It builds you. Yeah. yeah. It builds you up. I have a question for you. Like, as, like, how do you find the line between pushing someone past their comfort zone and, like, not doing too much or not doing too little? Like, how do you find that balance? You don't. <laughs> In Probe's case, you push. No, I'm just you, kidding. I'm just kidding. That's um, a break. <laughs> it's probably... I, I, I would say it's probably, like, some kind of a gift of knowing maybe where people are at and know. Uh, like, yeah. I mean, it's hard. It's it's hard to know like who's like a complete. If you don't know the person at yeah. all, who's a yeah. complainy person, and you know where they're at, and like I knew some of his background of yeah. not you know do, having phys <laughs> not having phys ed. Oh, I didn't think that of him. No. Not having phys ed class. So like a anything that we would have said would be scary to him. So mm -hmm. I, I guess like you like you try to assess as much as you can, and then say, all right, we're gonna just like take it like a step. Push a step and a, a half measure. past what you yeah what I see, what you I see. so but you have to like have that like sensor of like okay go and bond these the stink it's kind of, of a gift kind of like you're saying almost yeah. like discerning almost mm -hmm. like where someone's at yeah and and I, maybe it's just because i've been teaching for years or maybe it's just innate mm -hmm. uh, of like hey that person that's getting a senior in your class i'm super proud of them mm -hmm. because i just feel like that is all they can they're do given, so there are people can that can that can trick effort. you but okay. generally speaking i feel like i know what yeah. when someone's given their best and when they're not interesting interesting what has been the most challenging part of being a teacher for you i know there's probably a lot of things boy mm. um well it's, it's complete accountability your life is accountability, you know, you, you, accountability partner. Yeah. It's like a class of people. And I, I, I can't stand the thought of, um, being a hypocrite. So you have to do what you say you do and you have to live it out. So that, that's a good thing, but I mean, it's, it's hard. You're on duty. And then now I guess a hard thing is like walking out in public and somebody knows you and you're like, What's your name? <laughs> <laughs> and they're, they they just jump right into the conversation. Uh, and I'm like, um, it's it'll come back. Yeah. Are you? Yeah. Are you uh, I I always felt like you were you seemed more not not shy. You seem more introverted. Like you were very good at speaking. You were a very good communicator. But maybe just like personality wise, like you lean a little bit more toward the introvert side. It could be that. It could be that. So I can have the persona in front i wouldn't call it fake but you have to have like that character yeah. that persona in front of the class and yeah. to get to draw people in but i'm okay with being alone for a day two yeah. days yeah, yeah. i don't have to have interaction with people mm. but then i do have to uh, once uh, after <laughs> certain away amount yeah so, yeah i mean it's kind of like celebrity status you know you're like keanu reeves like someone walks like oh my gosh i've heard about you you know <laughs> there is but i mean obviously not so uh so dramatic it's, uh, it's, yeah. it's nice to not be, i would not want to be one of those people because oh, yeah it is hard enough yeah. to like you're someplace at a store and people know who you people know who you are yeah. i would hate to like just you know, walking all, out of right your now house. all i have to do is go you know if i just cross the border into michigan like okay nobody knows that. <laughs> yeah, 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 that, yeah. That, that's a good feeling but if you were some ce celebrity that would be awful yeah, every everywhere restaurant go, everywhere no people. privacy correct and like yeah. sometimes it's probably the opposite problem of people you know really well who just sort of after school they don't just never hear from them again right that does happen too uh, the, the uh, one of the things in my life is i've i don't really have lots of friends i don't sp i haven't invested since college mm -hmm. uh and then so like these guys become my friends, friends for four years we're spending yeah. an hour a day running together they're mm -hmm. in my class 
we're you know messaging on hey we've got to focus a goal and then they graduate and mm. leaves me yeah. and i gotta start oh, all over friends. again that's so heartbreaking <laughs> start, I, I don't mean that to be heartbreaking <sighs> no it, yeah. i know it's but yeah yeah it just i i guess i i invest more time into that into the the children into the youth and it shows than than into somebody my age yeah or not well, we feel that like i mean like i would say what i got from being on the team being on cross country um and i think also from your, your spanish classes i got a lot from that that wasn't just the main focus like it wasn't just spanish it wasn't just cross country it was building character and like ugh, man like team camaraderie dude like for anyone who doesn't like Who's listening? Who's not in a sport? Any of you nerds out there? Any of you who are alphas? No, like, but. well, find a group. I think the main thing is you find a group of people. It can be a club or then whatever. You work work together for, right. with yeah. a purpose. Yeah, and I think something about the physicality of it that at least for me, sweating together. Yeah, yeah like suffering together. <laughs> no, that you, say, you yeah. see the same thing with soldiers. You know, people that went to war together. You know, yeah. like it's true. they had a purpose. It's yeah. not necessarily a sport, but. Yeah. They work hard together for a purpose and toward a goal. Well, there's something unique, I think, about physically, um, like athletics or physically working towards something. Because the body is like the manifestation of what's on our inside, right? So, like, yeah. there's something about physically doing something, manifesting, that, like, teaching, like, overcoming, like, the hill, you know? To, like, push towards the top of the hill, right? I mean, like... How can you experience what that's like unless you do it? Yeah, and then right? you can apply I mean, it. Yeah, yeah. That, that yeah. hill, it shows what you're made of, you know? Mm -hmm. like, it judges your character. It separates mm -hmm. those who are, who are going, like, I don't know. I mean, that's, <laughs> the, that's the whole Dune analogy. Yeah, it, it's a different level. Like, yeah. Like, oh, when, yeah, you, when, we're, when the Dunes trip, you, you sort of explain it, right? Like, set, the, the, set the scene for the Dunes. Yeah, yeah, what is yeah. the Dunes? Okay, sorry, yeah, you're right. I should yeah, explain yeah, yeah. it. He's breaking uh, stuff. <laughs> so yeah. we do the Dunes trip every year. Um, it's pretty much the first, right, right about the first thing we do uh, at the start of the season before school starts. Um, all the cross-country people get on a bus, and we head to the Warren Dunes. Um, and Profe's driving the bus, and... Yeah, <laughs> and we're all being we're all like rowdy here, and bunch just in the back. <laughs> just gotta get there. Just gotta get there. <laughs> and it's, it's it's always so funny because oh. we all like on the bus before. It's like let's go on the bus, guys. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> the parents are like loading stuff. Oh. Anyway, so we get to the dunes and we do a six mile run on the beach, um, and then we go up a dune. It's uh, only three miles one way. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and then Joel goes 10 miles. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, we, had, we had one guy who was, like, crazy good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, and then we go on a dune, uh, which is this... Here's the thing. It doesn't look that tall from a distance. And it's not even, like, super steep. I mean, it's pretty steep. But it's sand. It's sand. And yeah. basically, based on what year you are, you go up that many times. So if you're your senior year, you do it... Four times. Oh, I guess you do it up to three times. But if your first year, you know, you do it one year. If you do it second year, two two times. You know what I'm saying? And it's just crazy how like hard it is, unless you're like super super fit. Like it's hard for almost everyone. Like you feel it, and it's a decision of whether you're gonna keep pushing uh, when you're feeling everything burning. I couldn't uh, do it. Yeah. Like I I think I had to stop once. Um, because like the whole point is like, you you start off confidently, but because it's sand, like it's well, so and, hard to and get also, a grip. Its level is like this. Yeah, and so like it gets worse and worse toward the top. And once you're getting like toward the finish line, you go from like how fast can I go to you're at the point where you're like I just need to keep one foot off the ground at all times for it to count, quote unquote, <laughs> right? <laughs> and it's just like oh, it's just agony. Yeah, I couldn't make it um, the first time I did it. The first time I did it, um, junior year. Cause I what I did was I did um, I actually I didn't ever really say how I met you. Um, I went to ECA too, uh, starting in sixth grade. So I did cross country sixth and seventh grade, um, and then I quit because I was really really bad. I was really uh, not fit. Um, and my coach at the time, her name was Mrs. Griff. Shout out to you. 
you're watching this. <laughs> definitely. Um, she's definitely watching. I'm going to send her the link. But she was very hard on me. Um, and that's a coaching style uh, that it, I think Profe does it a little differently than that. Um, and it works for a lot of people. But for me, it did not work. I hated it. I felt like she was so mean. Um, and she, it was basically like, you need to try harder or stop. <laughs> Interesting. Because I, I wasn't, it wasn't that. Tough love. Like, mm. she didn't mind that I wasn't fit as much as it was. I wasn't really giving it everything. You know, I was just doing it because I liked the people and I liked, um. You weren't, you weren't committed. Yeah, I wasn't all in. Yeah. And for her, it was very much about that. Cause she, and she had some really talented people. Anyway. Um, no shit, shade. But. Anyway, so I quit, and then it's ninth grade. I meet Profe, because I had taken Spanish 1 my 8th grade year. And uh, I, I, I had heard legends about Profe from Gabe. Um, <laughs> I had gone on runs with him. Myths. <laughs> <laughs> with Gabe? Yes, yeah, I got runs with Gabe. Legend. Gabe would like, be like, Josh, we're two miles a day. <laughs> two miles is so hard for me. I did that before I had even started. <laughs> it was crazy. And Gabe was like... It's like the bunny hill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, sure, I'm sure Gabe felt great because I was like, he had to slow down for me. Well, yeah. When I first started like running with you, because I wanted to like keep running a little bit every now and then, uh, and I would run with Josh, who was struggling to keep up, and I was like, yeah, I'm fast. I'm, fast. <laughs> I'm the big brother. I'm, yeah, like I'm big bro. 12, by the way. Yeah. Uh, uh, I was like, eat it, kid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I see the finish line. You suck. <laughs> so... <laughs> I go in his Spanish class, and I, I'm great at it, obviously. Um, and I just am sort of, just sort of struck by, like, it's he's a really cool guy. And so sophomore year, then we have COVID, right? Ooh. And Ooh. that was brutal. I, I want to ask Pro- about that later. Profe but, was, uh, by the way, a yeah. highlight of that. So we did e-learning for three months after COVID. And Profe would always like be like just teaching. He'd be teaching in, inside, and all of a sudden, it would just cut, and he's just in a hammock. <laughs> what? Wait, what? You know, he's like, that's he's awesome. Like, we're gonna go outside with this next part. <laughs> just, I want to see that. That sounds it's hilarious. Amazing. <laughs> it's like a smash cut to the hammock. Him, oh. him and then uh, there's another teacher, a math teacher, Mr. Biller. He would give us besides his lesson. He would have a morning video every morning. He was like, "Good morning, everyone. This is my dog." Say hi. <laughs> this is like their like their Instagram. <laughs> it basically was. And the, oh my the saddest teacher was my English teacher at the time, Mrs. Veronic. She seemed so sad every oh. time. Oh, I think no. she was really sad that like she didn't have people and she was just it was just hard for her. So oh. she would try on the camera and be like Hey, we're going to be talking about... Well, everyone's Romeo locked away. Yeah, I know. Yeah, for people who didn't it's have family. And, and you can hear your kids, like, running around in the background. Dude, some it, people... I felt so bad Some for people her. had relatives who passed. Yeah. They couldn't visit them even. Yeah. Like, yep. it was brutal. isolation. Yeah. Horrible. Isolation was hard. Yeah. So I just anyway, tried to make I get to sophomore year, and... <laughs> back to the important thing. Back to, Josh. <laughs> back to what matters. <laughs> and I do track with him. And, Profe, I was... Um, what was your impression? Um, that you weren't the same legend of middle school that you weren't. What you was were, the legend of middle school? Of like you were running nineteen minute three Ks, and like <laughs> complaining and all that, and like I, I mean, we can work with this guy. He's not yeah. the most athletic, but we can work with him. And I, I mean, just just like even with Gabe, Gabe had some talented people on his team, mm-hmm. but I was like. We had this goal for Gabe, and it was to go under 20 minutes, right? And that was like <laughs> that still well, cuts well, me to the so core. So sorry, but I mean, you gotta set oh. a, set set your goal high. Yeah. And what did yeah. you hit? Like 2001 or 20? I hit 2007. Okay, seven seconds. Yeah. Shut up, Ben. And, anyway, <laughs> shut up. But I mean, you know, when when you started out, probably at like 24 and 25, it's like I that's, was at 25, 36. Yeah. I think, okay. So I I mean. 20, 20 old, two yeah. years but anyway as as a coach you you feel <laughs> you sure you feel satisfaction with some kid who makes it to state but you also feel that like getting that kid from 2530 to 2007 for at least for me yeah, for a coach sure. that feels yeah. good it yeah. feels good there's different kind so, of victories right so with josh <laughs> with josh ha- having a bias that you know he's well he's gabe's brother yeah. and you know he had his, his he's got those against <laughs> like i'm gonna do the same thing and then i can remember i think the, the thing the first year that you ran track for me that, that i remember is that race at um uh, uh Cherbusco. oh yeah. Yeah, yeah and like like well like, was has been my best race every year except this year um, but the, it was still good this year. It was still good. Yeah, it was still a really good year. We had a PR the, the, this year. 
But those two years, it was always my best race. I loved it. I don't know what it was. I think it was because it was high pressure enough yeah. that it was like important, mm. but not high pressure enough that I felt So like, like all the times in the overwhelmed. race were better yeah. than Josh. Everyone in the race was better. I was like, Josh, just try to stay with this last guy. Like, you know, try to get you under 13 minutes, mm. which I mean... We kn- did that we get thing, there? That, that you, you, I think you ran like 1240 or something. Oh, yeah, like. You yeah, ended yeah. up. Yeah, you, yeah. You'd be like one or two guys. And the other thing I remember about Josh is he was very good at talking to people on the other teams. And that's another part of our goal huh. is we don't just compete, but we want to get to know other people, shine the light <laughs> of Christ. Yeah. So uh, I remember you were talking, you met a kid from, I think it was Garrett. Yeah, right? I remember the Garrett kid. Yeah. Mm. But anyway, I. I mean, even though like he might have got second or third to last in the race, I was super pleased with the time. I, that, that's I think yeah. that's my, one of my earlier impressions. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, if we get this kid to work consistently, he could be a contributor on our cross country team, just mm-hmm. like his brother was. Yeah, yeah, and I I continue to do it. Uh, I did cross country junior year, and I think um, by the way that was a really fun cross country team. Mm-hmm. Uh, not doing this trip, but there was like a sturgeon on the beach that was just oh, washed yeah. up. Oh my god! It was like, six foot. Yes. Oh Jeez. my goodness! It was huge. giant. It was holy huge. cow! And we had a really funny guy. His name was Tony. Um, <laughs> he was the biggest character I've ever met. Was he Italian? Uh, he looked at. He, he looked, looked like, like, like if you ever seen Joni and Chachi. How would you describe Tony no. Profe? Um, Tony, uh, dry, 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 quiet humor. No, yeah, he was just, but yeah, um, very direct. Yeah, maybe no, still some, good. No, 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 like someone like girl would be like talking about like yeah, I just. It's really hot out, and then Tony's be like, "You're bad." <laughs> oh yeah, he would be direct. Yeah, yeah. he was like uh, maybe too was, direct. So, at times. So it was like it was. He was very funny, interesting, and he was a big encouragement. He really um, was him coach. and Luke, I'd say, which is one of my classmates, were big encouragements for me to improve because they. I like it, you know, to me straight. And Profe is nice. Like he's he's very direct mm. too. I'm not saying he's not, but like they were. A little, I think they were just enough mean to me, Tony and Luke were, that it really like sort of lit a fire under me. Where yeah, it was like, mm. like peer, like prodding from a peer, yeah, it's different, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, because it's like oh, I'll show you. Because yeah. Profit, when, when you do bad, Profit just sort of has this look of disappointment on his voice. Yeah. <laughs> like you start out running, it's like go, go, you got it, and by the end, it's like finish, <laughs> like, like you just, got it, just get across Cross the line, line please. <laughs> Oh, and, and like you'll be talking to him about the race the next day he's like how was my race profile and he's like there's more races now later. <laughs> yeah you never and that's the thing is it's like your I think your way you handled coaching and in my experience was like you never were like screaming like God, like get up you know like not the stereotypical high school it coach, wasn't like you know it's not a football star where he's like sort of an angry like, yeah no. yeah it was it was supportive and like it was contagious excitement. Right, right. And, like, even when you were, like, we were racing, like, you would always, like, get up to where we could, like, almost, like, talking range and, like, encourage us, like, not from, like, yelling far away. Like, I don't ever know if I ever heard you in the I heard three... nobody in the race except Profe. Yeah. Mm. Like, you, your voice is very clear, but... My sheep will hear my voice. <laughs> hey, there you go, man. There uh, you go. Yeah. yeah. I, I, uh, I felt like a sheep. <laughs> my sheeple. Very sheepish. Um, the, 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 when he would be, he would be like, "Okay, Josh, go get blue, go get blue." And, oh yeah, and that was the, great. the shirt color. It was great yeah. for me. But was the worst was when someone other coach would say it to them, and you we wore white jerseys, and you'd just be running and you hear white's fading, white's fading. <laughs> <laughs> you're dying, you're dying. Every time you hear the voice touch your body, like a devil breathing down your neck. <laughs> white's fading. What? He hasn't got it in. <laughs> he gone die. Oh my gosh. And he were, obviously. <laughs> That's too uh, funny. So if I had to say, um, with my career, I think I really uh, started putting in the work that winter before track season and that summer. And, you know, I saw pretty good results. I was really happy with it. And Profit was just super, he was there the whole time. He was, it was really cool. I mean, it, it, it is a, the improvement was yeah, jaw dropping. Awesome. Good. Okay, so here's my next question. My next question is, what do you do? Have you come across certain students maybe who you feel like they just are just like, um, have like a shell and they just keep everyone out? And like, like, what do you do when you're challenged with someone who just doesn't want to 
What do you do with that? You know what I'm talking about, kind of? you have a comment on that? Well, no, I was just going to say, Josh is using the bathroom. Oh. How are you feeling, bathroom-wise? You feel good? Oh, yeah. Good. Okay. Yeah. You probably should cut that out. <laughs> we don't edit anything out. Uh, yeah. It's all, all in there. <laughs> it's raw. No, no, yeah. I'm just, yeah. I was just trying to assess, because we're right at 30 minutes, so. Oh, okay. Seems like a good time to ask. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, do we just want to pause real quick? We can Let take Josh a quick get back? break, sure. Yeah, quick don't forget the question, though. Okay. Yeah. Who's the sponsor? You're listening to the BG Super Stay tuned in. We'll be right back. Oh, all right, cool. We're back. Well, there we, we go. go. <laughs> we were gone, but now we're back. Yeah. <laughs> back so, and better than ever. Yeah. Um. I want to hit real quick. Uh, I asked a question kind of before we broke, um, just about because what I know is like, for me, I feel like there are, I come across people in my life, who, just put everyone at a distance, you know what I mean? And, just if you've had any experience with that and sort of uh, how what to break through in that, yeah, you need the spirit of God. Mm. So, I mean. There's people that have been like that, that I've been able to, God's given me the opportunity to get in. And then there's people like that, that for, it's somebody else's, it's yeah. somebody else's assignment. Yeah. Yeah. And, but like, it's taking the time people need to, to what a lot of times when people realize that you value them, they'll eventually give you something. Okay. And that, that, that opportunity to show them the worth that God has and that you can see that when, when they understand that, that somebody else appreciates the the value that 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 God's put inside of it's them true. that helps them open, but yeah, there are some people that you know their trauma has not allowed them to open yet. It's a good word. Holy Spirit and timing and really uh-huh. just loving people. Yeah, and yeah. It's, it's spending the time with them too. Yeah. Spending time. That's the thing where you know school is great, classroom is great. I love that, but. What I love even more is the the coaching aspect because, well, number one, people generally choose to be on the team. Sometimes their parents force them. Um, so, you know, their choice alone uh, opens up your discipleship opportunities. And then the mm-hmm. fact that the platform of we're sweating together, we're working together. And even in this... You're even laughing together too, mm-hmm. like with the team's we, trip. We are. Yeah. And, and in this particular sport, the coach can participate with the athletes a little more than, you know, your football coach can't really do that. Sure. But I, I can do a lot of the things with them. Mm-hmm. Less now that I'm a little older, but I can do a lot of the stuff with them. And that mm-hmm. gives a little bit of a, a respect level. Yeah, I think game would agree that you're pretty universally respected. I mean, on the cross team for sure, but like even just in general, I'd say you definitely hold yourself in a way that's very it, it's respectful for sure. Praise Yeah, I would agree. I concur. So I second the motion. Here's, okay. How for you over the over the past thirty years? We talked a little bit at breakfast about how education has changed a little bit, right? And Indeed. times are just crazy, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Even since COVID, you know, we've um, the word that I hear repeated a lot is acceleration, mm-hmm. you know. And you you, you mentioned, uh, and yeah, we'll get to. I'm thinking of a different topic, but we'll get to that maybe later. But um, how has it changed? Um, where do you see it going? Where would you like to see it go? You're talking about education? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. guess. Um, well, I mean, the whole 2020, there was a lot of robbery in the field of education. Mm. You know, whether it was deliberate or not deliberate, I'm not sure. But um, just the, the consequences of having people isolated, the consequence, so much cheating went on online because, mm. you know, you know, you lose your motivation and you're, when you're alone and it's like the shortcuts are, are easier to take and the accountability was less. And then, mm. you know, that being out of the classroom, um, just people got in bad habits uh, educationally. And so, uh, you know, fortunately at our school, there was very little of that. We had that initial, what was it, March to, to May. Yeah. Uh, and then we were present the entire time. So our school had 
a lot less of the robbery. You know, we were trying to comply at first. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that first, that fall of 2020, we, we went, we went to it, you know, face to face education. So I don't really feel the people at our school were, were robbed, but the thing is, is people from other schools that transfer in to like, Oh, I haven't done homework in two years, wow, and my uh, word. you know, and that's that that's high school kids that. Well, not um, to mention the seniors of twenty twenty, right? That was a big. That's very, you know, they had their their season robbed from them, their track season, their baseball season, what have you. But I mean, in education, what what we've seen is just people were used to things being handed to them, and it's like, hey, wake back up, and but the, you know, there's there's gaps. There's gaps. I, I, I feel like it's a little bit less in 2023, what I've seen. But of course, you know, if you're watching any of what's going on in the news, the, the focus in schools is teaching a lot more of a social, I don't know what you want to call ideologies. it. Social, yeah, ideologies. Social I- ideologies instead of the, the, you know, just the basics. Instead of the subject matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. It's that, really like, for me personally, I get angry mm-hmm. because I see people who are not doing their job this is just from like the news and stuff even, but like not doing their job, they're using it as a platform. Yeah. They're using it as a platform to like say an agenda. And it's not even like, it's like the students are asking for it half the time or like they even want to hear about it. It's just forced on them. There's no doubt about that. And I mean, it's, it's, it's intentional. Uh, It's a, a reprogramming of our culture. Or, or creating a new culture. Um, but what would I like to see? I would like to see, you, you know, I, I think education was God's idea in the first place. So, I mean, coming at it from a Christian perspective, I mean, it, it is the most important thing. I think the number one responsibility of education is the parents. Mm-hmm. So when the parents are working hand in hand with the school, and then, of course, as a Christian, you know, the church is working together. So if you can have all three of those, that that triangle working together, we're all working towards the same goal. I think your end product has uh, a better chance at living a life that's integritous. Okay. Here's, uh, go ahead, Josh. Go ahead. Asking just from a slightly different angle of the same question, um, when you uh, sort of see, talk to other educators, um, not at ECA, mm-hmm. and meeting, seeing other students from uh, who transfer in, how do you do? You feel like the the standards are different. Do you feel like students know more or less or yeah, that, that differently is, motivated? It, the, the, when people are transferring into the Spanish class, it, I, I see a lot of people that have to. I already took Spanish too, but I have to retake it because, yeah, um, uh, just there, there's some pieces missing. We'll just put it that way. You think it's the students? The uh, culture? Th- there's no way I'm going to say that people are dumber. That, that it's just like that's why I call it robbery because mm. it's something that should have been given to them wasn't given to them, and you know they they had things handed to them on a platter or grade <laughs> a passing grade and Interesting. so it's yeah well and it's on book. it's mm-hmm. on the teachers it's on the parents mm-hmm. but like when when the goal of a school I, like even in general is just to hey pass these kids so that our school our, gets funded right our school gets funded and our rating or our yeah funding yeah. doesn't so there's so much politics in that like yeah to pass the kids at public schools there's so much pressure because they get certain amount of money and then people pull the kids out of the school and so they it, like well they're failing my, my my child so like there's the system is broken the system is broken and i really don't have a solution for that other than uh Go to Why not? <laughs> private school. I do not. <laughs> Go <Yeah>. to ECA. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah it's, I mean, it's, it's uh, easier said than If you have a parent that can teach homeschool or like co-ops and things like that, but yeah, what, right. What, what do you think about homeschool? I, I think homeschool is a good option. I don't think it's the only option. Sometimes I listen to podcasts and it's like, yeah. like homeschool, homeschool your kids. It's yeah. like, hey, there's not also for everyone. well, it's because yeah. well, you know because they're. The, the whole podcast I will listen to are talking about more like truth of what's actually going on in our society, not uh-huh. what what the the television is is telling us. Yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> what was that? I said tell lie vision. Oh, I thought you said tell I tell lie vision television that tells us. Cool. But um, yeah, it, it's yeah, that's a good word though. It's not for everyone. Well, no, but yeah, yeah I think home, right. And the pro is if your parent, you know, has the ability to teach. Not every parent does, or mm. not. Maybe they can teach this particular material, but this material they can't. Uh, and then, of course, socially, there's some things that don't have to happen during school. But like, if that that piece isn't being put in, but yeah, I'm I'm perfectly good with homeschool. Mm. Yeah. You know, you have the co- the cooperatives and stuff where like, all right, I can't teach chemistry, but there's a chemistry teacher on this street, and totally. they're passionate about it. And there's a lot more flexibility. Mm-hmm. Now the cons yeah. are you end up with a student like Gabe, <laughs> <laughs> who's super intelligent. You know what? You could have let me bring that up in a better light. <laughs> I had different shortcomings. Yes. No, but I I think like education is is good, and homeschooling is one avenue. I think a big thing is covering the social aspect of it and just like learning the soft skills of life (laughs) like if you're building character in your child through other forms if you're educating them like oh they go to parties with their neighbors if they like do projects like community involvement that sort of thing you know ways that they can engage with other people their age and different ages you know then that's good that's good because like there's a lot of things about the social aspect even in a christian school that that's probably not what you want it just depends on on your friend group Yeah. yeah Do you yeah. find students to be essentially the same as they were 30 years ago? Yes. Yes. I mean, there are differences, but yeah, there, people are people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People are people. Yeah. You, Can you, you go into that a little bit? That people are people? Well, like, <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, like how the students are the same. Like, like you never see someone who like a complete 180 in some way, you know, like, cause that fascinates me. The idea that their, their, their inner personality remains kind of consistent. No, it's well, just fascinating. I, I I I haven't gone too deep on it, so I'm just gonna like try to d- dive into my mind. What why I think a people is a people. So we all have you know certain needs. We want to be part of a group and a community. We all want to be accepted. So I, I find this even when I go on mission fields. Like it doesn't matter the, what color your skin is or mm. what language you speak. It's like you can connect with people because you understand they have the same needs that I have. Mm. And so like you go back to 1990 when I started, 93, but yeah. the 90s and the 2013, 2023s now, wow. I, like the, they all have the same, it's not like people are dumber. Yeah. Like maybe, you know, we've uh, lowered some standards, but it, like kids, kids can stand. Yeah. yeah. Right. So yeah, sometimes methods have to change, uh, you know, we didn't have YouTube back then, and I, I think that's a positive thing. But there could also be negative things with with YouTube if you, if that's that kind of things you're you're just focusing on. How has on. teaching changed besides just the whole digital aspect? Of it? Yeah, is that the biggest one? yeah, that is the hugest thing. Using visuals, you know, I'm not the big PowerPoint guy, but I do mm-hmm. use the computer. Oh, you love the smart board. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, writing on a smart board. That, that's been the biggest thing, but kids are kids and uh, everyone does have a hunger to learn. You have to elicit that, yeah. that hunger Stoke out of that them. Fire. So I, I don't, hungry. yeah, I'm yeah. Like, kids these days, yeah. no, they're the same. Well, yeah. And that's the great thing about them staying is the same. Cause the way you taught, like there's some of the activities we did were so great. Like the basketball, you remember that? Like you would, how did you do it? How did you do it? Well, I mean, sometimes when you're having a review game, you need to do something fun because, yeah. you know, school can get drudgery and there's lots of lots of things. So we've put a little competition <laughs> into it. And so I don't know. May, I, I, I have several games. And sometimes I just make up a game on the spot, like yeah. whatever I see there. Like that like that creativity the hand and game yes. games. you doesn't even know that <laughs> I don't even know I that, made game. that game up oh yeah. my god yeah, my wife, a bunch my, of like plastic hands that you mm-hmm. found at just some store just random hands my wife they're found like, they're, they're you can really... put them on the end of your pencil or the end of your finger you yeah. have finger hands <laughs> yeah so <laughs> we would set, set up he set we, them all we up. Set. <laughs> go ahead go he ahead. set them all up and what was it rubber chicken and yeah, the, the rubber oh, chicken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you had rubber chicken, and depending on how many hands you knocked over with the rubber chicken, you only got to throw it if you answered the question right. So it is yeah, Spanish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, we, we were using and Spanish. And then if you try and knock over as many hands as you can with rubber chicken, it's called the hand game. What, what happens if you knock over a bunch of hands? It's like bowling, kind of. Okay. So the yeah, more strike. points, you, so you get 
Um, you get like a starburst or something. So you get <laughs> one point if you answered the question, but the teacher had to prod you to get it right. Okay. Two points if you didn't need no help. Out. And then yeah. you get an opportunity to knock down Bonus. some Sometimes hands. Sometimes we should boys versus girls. Yes. Okay. The Chico's versus the Guys, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Is that Spanish? It's, it's crazy how different like uh, genders of uh, Spanish words can be. So I know that could have gone a lot of ways. Um, <laughs> genders of Spanish words like punto means point. Oh no! Yes. Oh no! Yes. <laughs> yes. And, and that's uh, the yes. end of that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm, not even, I'm not even gonna. Ask. <laughs> I kids love points. Uh, I mm-hmm. like. I, I loved games. If you involved the games somehow. No. If you involve games somehow, uh, like I was in, I was sold. Yeah, but that's there's no difference between 1993 and 2023. Right. They yeah. still but loved it's it. It's definitely back it's then. definitely a timeless teaching style. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Like, and that's the thing is, it's like, like my like our younger brother Luke. Uh, like sometimes I'll like when I'm babysitting him, or if it's just me and him, like doing housework and stuff. I'll say, okay, Luke, you can earn points by doing chores. And he's like, oh, really? How many points can I get? And I was like, five points for the dishwasher. <laughs> Ten oh, points wow. if you vacuum. Well, and I say, you can redeem points, this is right? This nap game. Right. It, it, well, it's, it's a, you can redeem points. I'm like, you can save up and get a big thing, or you can spend them right away for little things. Uh, and like, just like... Like it, my peso system. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I was going to say, like your peso system. Yeah. Like, you want to push for the Bugatti? <laughs> <laughs> a lot. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. There's something about trend, like teachers who try and be trendy, that just hurts me inside. Josh, you know what I mean? Josh, did I do any trends? Well, you, here's the thing: the way Profe approached trends, he just, you know, it's just his curiosity. We got to teach him a lot of new phrases. Well, oh yes. But yes. he didn't like try to be trendy. You know what I mean? Cap. That's good. <laughs> That's good. Oh, wow. I felt yeah. pain when you said that. <laughs> I love it. No, it's so oh funny. Gosh. It's so funny. That hits different. Well, like, Profe like, didn't know what shade meant. And so, when, as soon as he taught it, he used that word, like, everywhere for, like, two months. And, he, like, someone would, like, be talking, he'd be like, Are you throwing shade right now? <laughs> well, it was amazing. I, I think it's I fun. I have to learn new vocabulary yeah. as well. Yeah. 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 It's fun. It, it's a good time. This may be a little bit of left field, um, so Uh-oh. forgive me Okay, for a left turn. I just want to talk real briefly, and maybe we can wrap it up with something maybe a little different, hopefully, afterwards. But um, you mentioned um, a book you were reading this morning. The Return of the Gods? The Return of the Gods. Yeah, yeah. I am so, reading that, too. So this is yeah. actually really important. to. I think some people know, some people don't know. But... Can you explain a little, can you expound a little bit about sure. that? Yeah. So Rabbi Jonathan Kahn is a Messianic believer, yeah. and he came out with a book, I believe in 2023, at the end of 2022, and it's uh-huh. just simply called Return of the Gods, and I recommend it uh, if you want to see what's been going on in the United States. You since sell it? I didn't. Oh, I, we should add it to your Amazon yes. store. Yes. <laughs> I don't believe yeah. I have sold it. I think I had to buy it. Okay. I think I had to buy okay, it. Okay. Um, I listen to it on Hoopla. Okay. Well, I probably listen to it free on Hoopla. Yeah, I yeah. recommend that Hoopla. if your local library has Hoopla. Hoopla. Hoopla sponsors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please. Okay. Anyway, um, but yeah, yeah. anyway, Return of the Gods by Jonathan Kahn is a story of, he traces the, the three of the main gods of ancient Israel. I, I don't want to say ancient Israel, but yeah. ancient, ancient Middle times. East. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. In that area. And one was Moloch. And Moloch liked um, um, child sacrifice. Yes, right? burning, burning yep. children. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then there's Baal. Baal was a god of sexual perversion and um, promiscuity. We'll say. Yeah. And then there was Ashtoreth, and there's probably other names. Sure, Th- these gods sure. take on different names in different societies. They're yeah. the same gods. Uh, but he traces how the Israelites slowly creeped into worshiping them instead of the one true God, uh, the big G God, Jehovah. Mm-hmm. And um, But then he also goes through the history in the United States, how we have allowed these three deities to come into our, our society. And I just fa- found that book very fascinating because it's a, it's a history. I mean, he's go, he goes, I believe the 60s is where a lot of this stuff started coming into our country, probably before that. But uh, he traces some historical things and specific dates and... Uh, yeah, uh, it 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 uh, it's eye opening, 
And it just like things, it just some of the crazy things that are going on, it just helps bring in like what's going on behind the scenes and not just like feel like, man, everybody's just getting stupid. Well, no, we're being deceived. Yeah. yeah. You look at the, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, sorry. Um, do you look at the ideology uh, and the sort of the ideals behind these symbols of like Moloch and Baal and Astrith and all that? And the symbols are not like around anymore. Obviously, as far as I can know, and not Ooh, in America. The, 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 the yeah. thing is, they're coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, you look around Moloch. Well, go sorry, ahead, go ahead. yeah, I mean, there's there's uh, there's Moloch owls around with some of our um, is it owls. Yeah, wow, okay. the Moloch is an owl. He's an owl guy. Yeah, I wondered um, about some Ted people. Turner yeah. has has a giant one on one of his buildings. I don't know which building it is in Atlanta. Um, you'll you'll see this around. Fascinating. You're you're seeing Bathmeth really? well, around the Temple of Baal was put uh, into well, New York City. Well, like that's like crazy. It's, it's actually coming. I mean, it's been there, but it's right. actually coming out like in, in your open, face. In the uh, open. You're, you're, yeah. Like the musicians, the Hollywood. Dang. These gods are being. Um, ignorantly worshipped by sure, some people, sure. but other people that are in the know are worshiping them straight in out in the open. Yeah, wow. They're start. They're, they're trying to. The, it's predictive programming. It's yeah. it's. They're in the movies, but we don't know it. We're, 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 it's sort of like a matrix. Interesting. Yeah. Fascinating. I was just sort of saying, like, at least not until recently, these sort of symbols weren't a thing, mm. but the ideas behind them are still. They just take on different forms, right? Mm-hmm. And I guess that's how sin is, where it, it stays around. And but I think it's cool to start how you're saying with the return of the gods. My point is that how they can those symbols they're subtle, yeah, and they can be used mm-hmm. to explain. Yeah. Anyway, well, I think when you're maybe I'm gonna say immature, maybe not really immature, but you know what I mean. Unaware, uh, unaware. Everything is ambiguous and gray. You know, and maybe like you find yourself doing certain things or, and you don't realize that there's stuff behind it, you know what I mean? So to distinguish, you know, to say, okay, this is why, you know, we see such a draw in this area towards, Mm -hmm. you know, because for like, for Molech, for example, that would be related to abortion, right? Sure. Absolutely. Child sacrifice. Absolutely. um, Yeah. Ashtoreth would have to do with pride month and all that, that deals with and mm-hmm. you know Baal we, yeah. we've had a lot of just the celebration of sex outside of what God created it for and um, mm. you know these are values in our country that are being twisted yeah. mm. interesting well thankfully you know unfortunately you know, there have been some you know, kind of like you said how Israel was led astray you know there are some who are led astray thankfully when we have the Lord, like he's the one who leads us into the light, Correct. any kind of light knowledge himself, you know, that's the beauty of the times that we're living in. Cause right now, I mean, I think we can, anyone with any sense of discernment knows that the times are getting dark, but as the times get dark, the light gets lighter. And so as we, as believers draw near to the light, it's easier to be a light to the world because Mm -hmm. it's so dark. Yeah. It's so dark. And it's sort of interesting. There's always been, the sort of the things we see now, they just haven't been mm-hmm. in the open. In the open, and I think it makes it a lot. I, it's harder, but it's easier. Yeah, and I part of me is like afraid hearing these things, you know, because it's it's very like it sounds kind of like conspiracy theory, like doomsday to like like a lot of people who are like, don't know about it, right? Like, and when you bring up to them like demons and like supernatural entities, they're gonna be like, I don't really follow that stuff, you know. But the thing is, it's like that making itself more present is an opportunity for us. Like nothing's changed about people, Mm -hmm. you know. Like people are still the same sinful creatures though as have been. It's just a culture change Mm -hmm. where people just sort of like there's nothing new under the sun. Is what I'm trying to say, I guess. But these are exciting mm. times because mm-hmm. we have, instead of being afraid of it, it's we have the greatest opportunity. Yeah. I, I believe we're at the foothold of the greatest revivals of all time. Mm. Now, is everything going to come back and be like 1950 again? No. Yeah. But 
uh, as the darkness gets darker, we're going to shine that light. And people are hungry for something that's yeah. true, mm-hmm. something that's real. That's why you see people who are like, even when we hear like people like Andrew Tate, yeah. for example, I who knew are that was coming. yeah, who who <laughs> say things and are being kind of crazy, yeah, but they're getting a reaction because some of the stuff they say, even if not all of it, is what we'd agree with. It resonates talking about mm-hmm. like masculinity versus femininity and like saying things that yeah. like because they've been feminizing men for the yeah. last right. twenty when, years. When you right. try and repress something like masculinity, you're gonna end up with people who are just these super hyper masculine like reactionary figures all of a sudden have a power before they never had well there's gonna be a vacuum of power if you take the real men out of society and who's gonna fill up that vacuum just Mm. somebody anyone who resembles that figure you know what i mean yeah it's yeah interesting Mm. it's a lot to think about yeah. You know, the cool thing is this, though. We said something, too, though, today, which I think is really important, is you talk about revival. You know, we also mentioned, though, just about how we also talked, we've talked about a lot of things, talked about community, you know, and you mentioned that even with teaching, it's discipleship, too. You know, and I think as the darkness increases, you know, we see these quote unquote times of acceleration. We're going to see. I, I, my hope and my belief is that we're going to see communities of people who are strengthened in the Word, strengthened in their walk with the Lord, coming together and sharpening one another, even like we do now. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and we see that with like, fruit. Yeah, exactly. You know? yeah, and I agree with so. that. And I think people who aren't yet in the kingdom yeah. are going to be attracted to that because they're going to see the phoniness and they're going to be attracted to that, yeah. and they're going to be prime candidates to show. Hey, you see that at ACA, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like mm. a lot of people who aren't necessarily kingdom followers, they're, they're not in there yet. Mm. But they, yeah, it's it's the community is a a thing that attracts people for sure. Mm. Wow, I'm attracted to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're human. Yeah, well, that's our prayer. Increase, right? His kingdom come. Yeah. So cool. Any closing thoughts or anything you guys want to add or do you have anything, any other things you want to, um, what's it called, Gabe? Closers? No, no, no. What's it called? Like endorse or not endorse. <laughs> plug. Yeah. Oh, plug. plug? <laughs> Shameless plug. Here Shameless we go. Plug. Are you still selling fireworks? <laughs> no, but oh, I, say, we can plug I your recommend <laughs> that you don't go to just because fireworks um no bueno no no bueno oh, okay. but yeah but be why? careful be oh um it's mal <laughs> it's, po- it's possible that there was some stolen fireworks on 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 their Ooh, on their site um yikes, yikes. anyway i i be careful if you have fireworks but yeah. i i mean i definitely don't want to make any financial plugs yeah uh, but buy silver and gold yeah. Check out his Amazon. Brother, do you, what do you use? Your skin's really good. What do you use? Skin? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I believe it's I believe <laughs> your skin. So I started uh, using this goat milk soap. What? Really? That's cool. What do you get from it? It's like somewhere far away. Yeah. It must be. I believe like, in China, right? Imported to like get something so no, good. No, it's right? local. You know what? It's I, local. What? This is, local? This is it's local. And I, I, I like I like local products. Whoa. I like to support. What's the name of it? You know, John, I don't like I, <laughs> big corporations. <laughs> Big corporations. I hate those. Are, are Luciferian. No, this is local, uh, local product. It it's a mom <laughs> of one of my runners. Uh, yeah. uh, actually, yodeling goat would be. Oh my gosh! Okay, yodeling yeah, goat. Wanted, right? Yodeling goat soap. Are you happy? Yodeling goat soap. That sounds amazing. I think I'm gonna go there right now to the He's website at yodelinggoatsoap.com. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, is that an ad coming into the screen? No. <laughs> no. We're not no. I do. I do like the soap though. Yeah. Yeah, the cool. buck buckskin is my favorite. There you That's go. not what's called. <laughs> buckskin. Bucks woods. Close cousin. No, what was it? What did you call it one yeah. time? You buck naked. Bucks naked. That's a great name. I think that's a good buck naked. Yeah. That'll get you a lot yeah. of clicks. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Probably. <laughs> for, no, no. Uh, but okay, okay. I, I do enjoy the goat soap. Cool. Thank you, Mrs. Well, let's do a quick uh, closing prayer, maybe. Absolutely. Hey, okay. Would you like to lead that? I would love awesome. it. Awesome. I would love it. Yeah. Father, we thank you that you are the one who has injected life into us. And Lord, we know that you are the way, the truth, and the life. And no man comes to the Father but by you. 
So we are thankful for Jesus, and uh, we praise his name. And we want to pray, as we just said, your kingdom come. We want your kingdom, whether it's with this podcast, whether it's with these young men and the different career paths you're taking them, with the people who might watch this, Lord, with our friends, that we would realize we're building part of your kingdom. You've given us responsibilities and uh, just the privilege to be part of your kingdom. We're Mm -hmm. so thankful. Lord, I pray that you would expand our territory. Help us to have our eyes open to when you're moving. Lord, we're so thankful that um, you're doing a new thing. And Lord, as we think of the darkness and some of the, the craziness out there, help us to remember the light, how beautiful you are, and uh, how spending time with you makes us an attractive light to other people. And we want to pray that you would open up doors, help us to have those kingdom conversations with each other as the body, but also with people who aren't quite yet to the point. Help us to be patient and loving and kind as you are. And we invite your blessing now. And we do pray for the United States of America, Lord. We pray that we would return to our roots as they were declared long ago. This is a city on a hill. And Lord, this world needs that light. So may we be part of that in Jesus' name. Amen. Very cool. Well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Copyright claim. <laughs> Demonetized. Uh, well, we brought up Andrew Tate, so we're probably yeah. already there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> true. Already most of there. So. Yeah. Very cool. Thank you. Thank you. Thank so you. Much. Yeah. No, awesome. That was pleasure. fun. That was yeah. such such a great idea. It's really having you on. enjoyed this episode of the BNG Supercast, consider subscribing, hit the bell, or maybe if you're feeling super crazy, check out our Patreon and make a donation. Take care.